Jimmy Smith is part of the NRL Nation commentary team, Rugby League at its finest. He also hosts his own show on SEN in Sydney and he joins us uh, often here to talk about the uh, situation with Rugby League. And we start with a, a bit of a sad note. Of course, the the passing of Bozo Fulton, of course. Bobby Fulton, one of the greats, one of the immortals of the game. Jimmy, uh, the, the sport has been touched with great sadness over the last 48 hours. Uh Incredible, Timmy, yeah. Uh, and, and I think it took a lot of people by surprise. I think Bob, very private man, kept um, the level of um, how unwell he was to himself and family and um, very close friends. So I think that was one of the, the overwhelming thing. I heard it on, on Sunday morning and mm. thought, wow, I just didn't expect that. Um, there had been rumours around his health previously, but, you know, an iconic figure, an iconic figure, literally. I mean, I... I, I I don't think there's a Manly fan that would, would be able to say that their club would not look like it looks today um, and have had all the success that it's had basically since Bob Fulton joined the club if it wasn't for that man. So, uh, um, but, but, but beyond that, you know, the things that he did for New South Wales and, and especially the things he did for Australia as a player and then as a coach, I think, uh, are the things that separate him. There's, you know, I, I don't know from your point of view with the AFL and, and you know, whether the, the, the greatest of players make the greatest of coaches. Traditionally, in league, that hasn't necessarily been the case. Um, Bob Fulton was that exception. No, 100% they don't. Uh, a lot of the, the absolute top end, I mean, they've all been talented in their own right. They've all played in premierships. But if you're talking about the elite of the elite, Possibly not. You might be able to pinpoint one or two. And it was an emotional day for the Sea Eagles fans, but they got the job done yesterday. And, and that, I suppose, was a part of that emotion around the, around the footy club. And he would have been very, very proud. The first thing about it, you think, is, well, these young kids, you know, I'm, I'm turning 50 this year. I didn't ever see Bob Fulton play, mm. right? I've mm. seen the highlights, but I believe, I believe that, he was the great player that, that he was acknowledged as. So you think of the kids today and you think, well, what's their connection? What's their connection to Bob Fulton? And then you see a guy like Josh Schuster, who's 20 years of age and is now one of the key players in this Manly side. Well, he's only at Manly because of Bob Fulton. Mm-hmm. So uh, that gives you a real insight into the, you know, the, the dealings on a day-to-day basis and the passion that he had for the club and the influence that he has, even over uh, this present squad. So for them to respond in the manner in which they did, you know, Tom Terrific, Tommy Turbo, we've talked a lot about Tom Trebojevic and and how well he's playing. But to see him screaming at his own players, demanding more, asking for an improved effort, was to get a real insight into that. You wondered, you know, know, that was Bob Fulton to a T and uh, just, just incredible the way the team and the club responded yesterday. A couple of weeks ago, the Rabbitohs gave up 50 points to the Storm and didn't hit the scoreboard themselves. On the weekend, they gave up 56 against the Panthers. Their best is serviceable. Their worst is horrific. And I think you can now put a line through them. I I was pretty strong on them having a line through them after being beaten 50 points to nil by Melbourne. You can't do it twice. Mm. You know, these sides are too good. They're, 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 They're so clinical. The number of points of attack that come from the Panthers to a defensive line is just incredible. I, I think we have our grand finalists sorted. I'd be very surprised if the, the Penrith Panthers didn't play the Melbourne Storm in the grand final. It would take something quite unique on an individual level. And you're talking about Manly there. Um, 
you know, I, I, Parramatta now have had their colours lowered. Um, South Sydney, you know, with that result over the course of the weekend, um, there's two clear dominant standout sides in this competition, and it would be phenomenal effort from anyone outside of those two to, to even get into a grand final this year, I think. Jimmy Smith's NRL Nation is online, SEN Sydney, of course. I want to take you all the way back to Thursday. Cowboys beat the Knights, and in the opening half an hour, I could not believe this, the opening half an hour, there were six tries. Yeah. Well, we were calling the game, and, you know, uh, Brett Kamali, Sean Timmons, and myself, and we, you know, scored predictions before, and we thought, our oh, Cowboys will win it. And they might win it 24 points to 12. And at 16-0, after 15 minutes, we're all, oh, can we change our score lines? Can we change our score lines? And then 16 all after 30 minutes, we're like, well, oh, I think we better change them again. It, it's amazing how that game really did flow on the back of a couple of sin binnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, Ashley Klein uh, set the tone for the weekend. And, you know, he got those sin bins exactly right. They, they deserve to go to the sin bin. And you could say that the vast majority of decisions that were made around on report and sin binning and not sin binning um, were, were pretty spot on over the course of a weekend. So the carnage has continued. 29 players charged coming out of that, uh, out of round 11. Um, but I think it, it basically, it just restates it for everyone um, that Peter Volandis and the ARLC are not backing down from this. And you know, Timmy, there's one team that has shown the discipline to not have any players sent to the sin bin. That team, the Melbourne Storm. Mm, yeah, 100%. They have their own tackling technique anyway. Way uh, <laughs> uh, I ask. Hang on, hang on. Well, hang on, mate. It's only what I read. It's only what I read. Uh, hey, what about the Broncos? What about the Broncos upsetting the Roosters? And, and I think it's not just that they upset the Roosters, but the level of performance from them. You know, the Roosters... They were up for the game. Jake Friend, club great, retired uh, because of concussions. They wanted to send him out in an appropriate fashion. Uh, you know, they had some, some stars playing. Obviously, Tedesco headlining that. Now, we know that they've still got some players out, but the Broncos came down and did a really good job. They, they, Albert Kelly was good. I don't think that surprised anyone. I think he's, he's been a good player for a long time, been over in the Super League, so very much out of mind, out of sight. But he played well, and the rest of the players you know, reached season-high performances. You know, Tavita Pangai Jr., on the back of that one performance, might have played into... And, and the fact that Angus Crichton and Victor Radley probably won't be there for State of Origin 1, he's played himself into a Blues jumper. Do you think the Broncos will come back to the pack on Thursday night when they host the Storm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that's, that's the problem. The difference between playing the Roosters and playing the Storm, they're... they're that's the challenge for them. Um, you know, they can compete for extended periods and they've shown that. So that, that's got to be pleasing to Kevin Walters. But um, taking on the Storm is a different proposition altogether. You know, look at the Storm over the, over the weekend, Timmy. They played at Canberra against a team that everyone thinks should be a quality side. And there's lots of murmurings about what's happening in the nation's capital. They had a home game there against the Melbourne Storm and they led 10-0. And you thought, oh, don't tell me another upset on the back of the Roosters... Broncos game, and then the Melbourne Storm scored 34 unanswered points, which is, you know, a great effort in itself, but they were missing their first-choice fullback, their first-choice 5'8", their first-choice halfback, and their first-choice hooker. Not many clubs can do that. 
And the last one, the last game I want to uh, get you to preview very briefly is the the clash between third and fourth. And we've talked, we've spoken about the Rabbitohs being off. They're playing the Parramatta Eels, of course. Now these two teams, the last time they've played, Rabbitohs have uh, scored thirty eight points on both occasions. 38-0 and 38-24. Uh, I think they played twice last year, almost very close. They played late August and, and early October as well. Uh, can the Eels bounce back and uh, the Rabbitohs still good enough to sort of rally up 38 points? Yeah, I think it's a, a it's an improved Eels side and, a, and the Rabbitohs will have lost confidence, um, especially in what they're doing defensively. You, the, the one thing that makes you think, oh, maybe the Rabbitohs can do something here is that Latrell Mitchell will have had a run uh, had 80 minutes under the belt, and the fact that they've got Wayne Bennett as the coach. In, in saying that, with Wayne Bennett as the coach and what the Rabbitohs have been doing previously, I anticipated a much better performance from them at, Dumb- at Dubbo. But basically, Wayne came out and apologised for the performance. So um, I, I think Parramatta gets stung by what happened to them yesterday at Bankwest Stadium. I see a very, very much an improved performance from them. I think they've got too much power for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They'll go, they'll go through the middle on them, um, be more physical than them. And, yeah, I think Parramatta can win that one, Timmy. Jimmy, last one, just very briefly. Um, do you think um, Bobby Fulton, um, and does he, and could he, and do you know if the family would accept a state funeral? I mean, if he's an immortal of the game, surely there must be something coming back from the, the, the state government in regards to honouring him in the highest possible way. Can't speak on behalf of the family, but I'd imagine it would be an enormous honour if it was to be bestowed upon them, and I would think in an appropriate one too. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. We're here on NOR Nation and uh, and also, of course, on SEN Sydney. Appreciate your time again on, on Sporting Goss. Thanks, Jimmy. Have a good one. He's the rugby league guru here on NRL Nation and SEN. Jimmy Smith, this is Sporting Goss, back with plenty more on this Monday edition.